Good afternoon. How long gone? It's Country Chris tapping in from beautiful Charleston, South Carolina. Jason, how are you? Country me is great. Sunny day. Skies are clearing up. It's a little hot. Oh, just, just left the gym. Didn't even have time for a, a, sha- a sha- shauna, shower or sauna. Okay, the combination. Most is, is, importantly, happy 420 to you, dude. Dude, dude, happy 420 to you <laughs> as well, bro. Um, I hope you're not high for this podcast, but I can't kind of expect too much from you, knowing that it's it's kind of your Christmas. I'm not. I'm not. Okay. Okay. Good to know. But I, um, if you want, I can be. No, no, I'm good. I, I as I said before, I prefer you drunk. Well, I'll I'll check in with our guests first. Okay. In about fifteen, when we tap in, tap tap. Yeah. Sh- tap in with our guest. We will let her decide whether or not I should. Okay. This is a fun game. Puff on I'll, my bubbler. Okay. This, this is a good idea. If you should, if you should clear the it's fi- dealer's choice. If you should clear the five foot water bong or not, it's kind of up to her. <laughs> That's good. Okay. Good to know. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> It is 90 degrees here. It is absolutely scorching. You're in, you said you're in Savannah. Oh, I was in Savannah. Savannah yesterday. Yeah. To Charleston. I went now. to Savannah last night to see the How Long Gone alumni tour with uh, Girl Puppy, Whitmer Thomas, and Howdy. And uh, I had a blast with those freaks. I got to tell you, I had a good time. Okay, and we good. went We went to a restaurant that was good too. And it had a bad name. Um, but uh, so I can't remember. Bro, bro, Brochu Family. Some guys from Chicago. It was, it was very good. Brochu Family? Okay. Hold on. I'm going to look it up because I can't remember. That's fine. You know, it's like the Savannah is just kind of like the, the worst version of Charleston. Do you know? All the, all the bad things. Tom DeLong voice. Not all the bad things, but it's like today walking around Charleston, it's like, you know, it's, it's, there's, I was at this, I was at a coffee shop that is literally sounds like one of my sister's, you know, co captain of the cheerleading team. Emmeline is the name of the, is, is the name. It's like a hotel named Emmeline. And I walk in and, you know, there's, there's like a line of European tourists and the coffee actually good, but I look over and there's a table of like eight chicks, like, Pretty bad, but like girls that would like fit in in LA, but that's like drifted here, you know? So they're all wearing some sort of like matching set athletic tennis leaning mm-hmm. and having matchas and they've, they've just gotten their first lip fillers, you know, some, mm. they all have like a, they all have a fat husband who's rich <laughs> and like, it's just, it, it's just that that's what the South's built on. That That is that is my culture. My aloe setting going to pay for itself now, will it? Exactly. Exactly. As I walk around, I see all these guys in, in polo shirts and shorts and sneakers, at, you know, the exact outfit I'm wearing, but just a bad version of it, in my humble opinion. So do you, do you walk around and you're like, damn, like two, two clicks in the wrong direction, then this could have been me. Bro, two clicks. Do you ever think that, Country Chris? Two clicks in the wrong direction, and I'm, I'm fucking pulling the Yeti out the beach with three fucking little badass kids after like <laughs> seeing my seeing my friends at, at hank's social hall for a couple of beers you know it's just it, it could be bubba bubba black bubba pulled up a nice 20 pounds bubba black i'm mostly do catfishing i could have been bubba black if i made a few if i made a few mistakes that's that's dead ass right Pitmaster bubba black that it's it's unbelievable but yeah i mean i i so i i, I was able to to walk around and check it out i'm going to to dinner tonight with uh ian from talk house actually who lives here okay um which okay, is which go. is which is exciting well while you've been gallivanting in the sticks chris your uh-huh. uh miss cleo style prediction has come true uh, oh yeah that's true the unthinkable has been thunketh <laughs> you you correctly called it blink 182 is replacing 
Look, Frank Ocean. Look, I, at Coachella wanna, week two. I don't want to gloat um, because that's not really in my nature. Um, but um, which, which surprisingly is actually true. Yeah, I'm not. Believe it or not. Look, Frank Ocean. First of all, is lying. He's not. He doesn't have an ankle injury. His ego is hurt. Let's keep it absolutely one k. There's no way. I don't know. I know. Friend of the show, Dizza said he was on stage and he said it looked like man had limp. I'm just saying. No, I mean, look, I the guy is fine. He's embarrassed. I mean, did you see this video I sent you where these like two hockey bros that were hired to skate were like dishing yeah. on what Dis- happened? Disgruntled so, goons. So sick. Disgruntled. It was freaking BS. I had a whole routine. <laughs> I had to learn the triple axle. Yeah, he, these guys couldn't. These guys were probably more of the kind of stable low low guys, and they were flipping the the former uh, Olympic Olympic mm-hmm. ice skaters. But yeah, I mean, I'm look. Yeah. I didn't want to be right. Right wingers. I didn't want to be right, Jason, but I am. Hockey term. And um, I think Blink-182 honestly brings people more joy in a festival situation. But I also think this is the dawn and the eventual return of rock music at at the festivals, dominating the festivals. I think Frank Ocean uh, dropping out because he's a pussy uh, is is going to... It's it's a shift. Mm -hmm. This is it. This is a shift, and music with guitars is returning, and I, for one, am for it. But you are. ACDC would have never done this whole mess, right? Uh, I mean, <laughs> Power Trip Festival is not on my bucket list, but um, <laughs> if, if it, it, it I, I mean more of the these bands like like we'll we'll see we'll be taking the place of some of these other artists, you know, and that's that's what we need to see, Jason. And I'm I'm excited, and and you know, I'm I'm sorry to hear. I actually had a discussion last night with a guy who was um who was shooting video of Howdy, and he was touring with them. And he was a young guy, very cool, mm. and he like really loved frank ocean in a way that i haven't i haven't really spoken to someone like that like a young person who's like i fucking love frank ocean and he was i I was just like going at him and he was like you're wrong you know (laughs) and i was like you know what i appreciate this i'm like i appreciate this because i'm like frank ocean's fucking boring he's like you're out of your fucking mind geezer you know and i'm kind (laughs) of like all right fair this is this is like this is what i want to do this is like how i this is what i would like is more of like a you're stupid no you're stupid kind of argument versus like you know the kind of going back and forth and the like artistic merits it was it was a little more low blow than that okay um okay. so okay i like that so just like an old fashioned kind of knockdown drag out no bro you're wrong stupid ass and you're like mm-hmm. well i i don't really know what to say to that like yeah like what am i going to say like if you, you have your point if you like it that much then god bless you you know what i mean and and like go for it but you ain't going to see him at weekend too <laughs> <laughs> Okay, question for you, Chris. Would you rather? Yeah, so it's yeah. a classic. How long gone? Would you rather scenario? Would you rather? Oh, okay. Watch Frank Ocean at Coachella, or be at the Fear of God fashion show at the Hollywood Bowl? Ooh, ooh, Fear of God for sure. Only because I know that I'm, I'm hearing that he spent eleven million dollars to have Sampha play and Pusha T play, which is like what? I mean, I love Sampha, but that's some fuck. Yeah, that's some mid-afternoon Coachella level talent. You know? <laughs> what, eleven million? Well, I mean, I don't. I'm not saying he spent that on just the artist, but I think the overall, like renting the Hollywood Bowl, like the whole thing. Okay, okay, total budget, total budget. We're looking at eleven. We're looking at eleven million. Um, I think that the they they were the thing that bothers me the most is they were selling merch at a fashion show, which is just a little bit like guys come on like we don't we don't need to do that we don't need like that that proves that the show is too big and too inclusive and we need gatekeepers if there are people coming to your fashion show mm-hmm. that would buy merch at of at said fashion show then you've done something wrong in my opinion that is not like how it's supposed to be yeah 
At that point, does it turn from a fashion show into a merch show? Yeah, of course. But also, you know who was there, uh, funnily enough, with his with his new bride, um, rapper and uh, known Hitler enthusiast Kanye West in the building. Yeah, this is the redemption arc is beginning. I'm seeing it now. I was sitting at a at a restaurant here in Charleston, and the the blonde white girl with braces was bobbing her head along to Gold Digger as it played over the loudspeaker. Jerry's dapping up <laughs> Kanye backstage at the hollywood bowl for his fear of god fashion show it's only a matter of time before kanye's back you are forgiven my brother yeah there's no, yeah i mean obviously the the religious undertones to all this stuff it does mean they have to forgive him i guess but what would you rather do jason would you mm-hmm. rather watch frank ocean at 1 a.m after waiting an hour or would you rather see <laughs> it was not 1 a.m it was 11 i would 1000 percent. i would rather watch frank ocean i mean i like no at least it's one of those things where like a lot of people thought it was bad and everything and then a few people were like you know it was kind of interesting obviously it'd be a train wreck but yeah i'd much rather see that because i like um some songs from frank ocean versus fear of god the one one sampha song is better than every frank ocean song if i'm thinking about this now the the no one knows me like the piano is better than any frank ocean song uh and the hollywood bowl the seating is so comfortable there's no wind storms you know what i mean you can bring your own groceries from gelson's make a little <laughs> charcuterie plate you know okay it seems a little more pleasant i guess that's all i liked the uh push a tea going from coke cella yeah. like 72 <laughs> hours ago to basically performing at a, a filipino youth church yeah no, for this shit 100%. And, you know, and just like, praise God, it's all about lavenders and pastels and, I'll tell you and what. Jesus Christ and God be his name. And three days ago, he was like, yeah, I'll fucking shoot you <laughs> if you touch my cocaine. I'll fucking no, dude, this kill is, your bitch. And, you, you know, this like, is the duality of man, Jason. Um, Yeah, the duality of man. I wonder if it was about money. Um, I don't I think that's like big bro. Like that's the homie is i mean i'm sure the money is hitting but i think that's also that's big bro but no 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 you're the real og yeah you're like the god of all this fashion shit i can't no like you're like the god of like this <laughs> rap game i can't wait till we look back you know five ten years from now yeah and be like do you guys remember when celebrities made christianity cool and we're all gonna <laughs> laugh uh because there's there's nothing less cool than being religious and we have turned that into a trend that is not dying quite as quickly as I was hoping it would. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I thought this would kind of, once Bieber defected a little bit, or, you know, the pastor from Hillsong kind of went away. Yeah. Um, I thought this would kind of cool off, but it looks like Jerry uh, has risen to kind of lead <laughs> lead the troops uh, to the to the promised land. And, and they're being draped in, you know, $3,000 uh, double-faced cashmere coats. And um, yeah, I guess there's worse ways to die. He's uh, he's raped my Amex over the years, but he's probably the first <laughs> Christian person of his size and stature to not rape any children. So he's the only thing that the church has left to sort of. I should introduce you to the good name. If your Amex is is suffering um, from abuse, thanks to Jerry, I should introduce you to his lower price sweats line called Essentials, <laughs> and it's 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 the same stuff, but it just says Essentials on it, so it's ninety nine dollars instead of one thousand. I'm familiar with Essentials okay. as a Glendale resident and taxpayer. <laughs> it does show up in the mailbox, and That's it is good, legal by law. <laughs> I have a few fix it tickets for not wearing it. <laughs> Dude, on the weekend if you go into if you go into uh commissary coffee without wearing essentials you are <laughs> fined uh thirty dollars for every every garment yeah. every garment on your body somebody got some guy in the corner goes all right let's light him up <laughs> light him up 
Okay. Oh God. All right. We do have a guest today. Uh, Heidi Bivens is a uh, is a um, well known costume designer. She's done a lot of the the classic Harmony Corinne films. She put Matthew McConaughey in the Uggs, which I obviously want to talk to her about. As Jason's such a diehard. Um, she's al- she's also the the uh, the the brains behind Euphoria, a show that everyone loves, especially for the Jean Paul Gaultier on the high school students. And and I'm glad that. Uh, there's someone to, to kind of pinpoint, you know, that did that. Uh, so uh, I want to talk to Heidi. Heidi's been around for, for quite a long time. She's had a, a very cool career. Um, and she's also from Virginia, which I'm always wondering, oh, really? is that the South or is it not, Jason? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, we, we these are the questions I have to ask while I'm in the South. You know, if I'm, it's really on my brain. You know, I got blood in Virginia. You know, I know, Jason, West Virginia. Don't talk sideways about Roanoke. You're more West Virginia, I feel like, in, in personality, but. Wrong. I, I could be wrong. I could be, I could be wrong. No, no, no. You're the one who likes uppers. You're fucking West Actually, Shut West Virginia. No, 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 no. You've never had sex with any of your Bro. cousins that live there, so I guess you're fine. No, no, no. You're, you're, Oxy ass, that's West. That's West Virginia, right there, bro. <laughs> that, that's no, that's true. They got Roxy's in the water over there. They, they, it's free. All right, all right. Let's give Heidi a call. How long gone is brought to you by our dear friends at BetterHelp, Jason. BetterHelp, you know, the summer travel season is coming up. Luckily, my BetterHelp therapist also fancies themselves a bit of a travel agent, so. For maybe the first half of our sweet sessions, we were spent off, obviously off clock, going through you know hotels, ferries, <laughs> car rentals, restaurant recommendations. It's as if I have two wives. I have two wives inside of me, and uh, yeah, <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah, so uh, it, it is a fun way to find and connect different therapists. You get one that you really like. You guys are gossiping. You guys are chit-chatting. You guys are talking about your personal interests. Next thing you know, it's time to actually do the work. So it feels good building those uh, mental health relationships with people you actually like. And on BetterHelp, there are so many different therapists to choose from. I don't like anyone. If you're thinking of starting (laughs) therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist anytime for no additional charge, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash how long today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash how long. Nice. How Long Gone is brought to you by Nutrafol. As you know, you know, hair thinning is quite complicated. Like your skin, hair is a reflection of your health. Uh-oh. And internal factors can impact the way your hair looks, feels, and most importantly, grows. Nutrafol's whole body approach multi-targets underlying root causes like stress, hormone fluctuations, and nutrient gaps for visibly thicker, stronger hair. Go ahead, give it a tug. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth suppy with over 1 million people seeking thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with considerably less shedding. Thank God. Take the first step <laughs> to visibly thicker, healthier hair for a limited time. Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month's subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code HOWLONG, all one word. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and stylists and professional stylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L. I got Raf on the nut <laughs> dot com promo code how long that's neutral dot com promo code how long.
I've listened to you guys and you like to rib, so get ready, I'll rib back. <laughs> oh, do we <laughs> This pussy ribs back. Yeah, this is different. I'm I'm wondering if so you've listened to this podcast before, who do you like less, me or Jason? <laughs> I, I I don't have an opinion about that. Um I think you make you make a good you make a good duo. <laughs> right. You can't pick you don't pick favorites. Heidi Bivens is here. Our most professional podcast guest to date. First and foremost, happy 420 to you, bro. Thanks. Yeah, it's a, it's a, spe- a special day. <laughs> yeah, that's a good. <laughs> uh, okay, so that's right now to, it's 3 p.m. It. 3 p.m. East Eastern time. Have you already puffed on a three-footer, four-footer, anything like that? Well, I mean, how accepted is it these days? It's pretty accepted, right? Like, you, you don't have to have shame about that, right? No, no. if you're high right now, you can tell us and all of our <laughs> millions of listeners across the world. If you're high as hell right now, you can... Was that an answer to the question? Or were you just taking a temp check on cannabis use in general? Um, the, the, the latter. Okay. <laughs> okay, cool. Okay. Um, it's, it's, yeah, so yeah, it's okay. I, I openly enjoy marijuana mm-hmm. chris has smoked hasn't smoked in years but he's still smoked more weed than i have that's true um so yeah this is a safe space for for chronic lifestyles <laughs> and because you're in the um you're in the business of costuming did you kind of are you wearing like a themed 420 look right now or did you go with your regular threads today um i'm all about comfort so i guess that falls in line <laughs> Classic stoner vibe. I'm wearing my Snuggie. <laughs> Don't bring up Snuggies. <laughs> Don't bring up Snuggies. Do spring. You... It's too hot for Snuggie now anyway. But Snuggie for spring? Wow. Groundbreaking. That's a hole in the market. Um, No, I don't actually own a, a Snuggie, but I do like to be cozy. Okay. So your hashtag cozy vibes. Okay. How's 420 influence your closet today? Um, No. I mean. Sublime tea. I'm not really into themes. Pantera you shirt. Know? <laughs> Okay, good. Yes, same. <laughs> same. I actually hate themes. Not even at a party? <laughs> yeah, usually I I'm not the person who comes to the Halloween party and wins. No. Costumes are for children, Heidi. I I stand with you. I hate costumes. I hate white <laughs> parties. I hate any sort of theme. Um boxing in your guests is rude before the party even starts. In my opinion, if I can't express myself Damn. through my clothing and hair and makeup, I don't want to be there. But it's a lot of pressure. As in your profession, it's probably a lot of pressure. Like, ooh, what are you going to wear? Some crazy Luke, right? Yeah, I, I think people expect it. Mm-hmm. And you never deliver. <laughs> My friends know. I would rather uh, help someone else with their costume. I'm uh, that would be much more fun. Yeah, that's that makes sense. Have you okay? So so we know where to go next year when Jason finally gets invited to the Maroon Five Halloween party. Is that still happening? I've been invited many a time, and I don't choose to go. You're gonna put him in Heidi. You're gonna put him in in the other Heidi mode. Heidi Klum, known Halloween winner. True. I think there's still probably a couple bottle rats that show up every year scratching at the door, but the you know the light ain't on. <laughs> Does that party still even happen anymore? That's that's a thing. I don't think so. Yeah, definitely. Oh, definitely. Yeah, that's Does it? that's that's one of LA's. Fi- that's one of. The, I'm sure it still happens. The I Jared mean, Leto one. Oh, I've never been to any sort of celebrity there. Halloween parties, but that's also because I refuse to dress up, and I feel like those are kind of like if you don't go, if you don't dress up, you're not allowed entry. Is is what I the vibe? Mm-hmm. Unless you're hot. But you could be you could, you could be lazy. <laughs> He's just lazy, man. Yeah, cr- the only theme, my favorite party theme is Molly. That's true. I, I think a crazy outfit takes away from the party, personally. I, I, I don't I don't think, I, I don't need a crazy outfit to have a good time. You know what I mean, Heidi? Yes, I do. Wait, did you just say Molly? Yeah. I just wanted to make sure I heard you correctly. Okay. Because 
uh, yeah, my brain went somewhere else. So I don't know. I was like not expecting that. But yeah. Well, as a listener of How Long Gone, you should expect the unexpected to happen. Okay. <laughs> okay, great. It's anything but normal. <laughs> well, I was I was flattered that you asked me to come on because uh, I really love so many of your guests you've had on. And thank you. Like, have we talked to some of your friends? And, and did you listen to some of those? I think. Well, I saw you just talked to Jason Nacido. Love Jason. I didn't listen to that one yet. That was just like two days ago or something. It was yeah, like, yeah, it was very, it was very recent. I'll give you a pass mm-hmm, on that. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. no problem. He's an iconic photographer. <laughs> He's just iconic. Period. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> uh, I, I don't. What is? You don't seem like a podcast chick, though. Is this something that's new? What is a podcast chick? I just mean. I want to know. I just mean a, someone. You, you seem cooler that you seem like you're cooler than listening to podcasts or am i wrong no i mean our podcasts i mean i think you're being self-effacing here because a podcast are like the new i mean that's it right it's like tiktok and podcasts that's it Uh, it kind of sounds like chris was fishing for a compliment there doesn't it (laughs) no i was not fishing for a compliment i was not fishing for compliment podcasting heidi and i agree on that heidi podcasting is popular as a medium but it's kind of known that the people making the podcasts are a little bit uncool is kind of the understood uh understood i think thing. emily radikowski is a pretty cool chick chris so you're so you're lowbrow is that is that i think i well, actually i think i think compared to some of the other podcasts you've been on we're highbrow but i don't think that that i, I don't think that like in the scheme of things i feel like we might be I think we're middle of the road, Jason. What do you think? We don't we don't like to get too heavy, mm-hmm. which I feel like is what people want when they think of. We're not highbrow. We're not lowbrow. We're just brow. Okay, <laughs> we're in our brow era. Mm-hmm. We have an iconic brow. You know what that? You know what that's like, <laughs> Heidi? Do you have an iconic brow? I wish. For the record, I, I wouldn't say I wouldn't say that, but <laughs> I do. I do. Uh, pay attention. Yeah. Okay. You're you're aware of brows. Actually, while while I have you here on the brow subject. When when people mm. do the brow bleach, honest opinion, not your diplomatic one. What do you think? And not when Hunter Schaefer does it. I think most of the time it looks cool. Do you think that looks cool? I have to disagree. I I, I do not like that, and I've done it before, Wrong. which is embarrassing to me. You've never seen it on anyone that you thought it worked on. I mean, maybe maybe Hunter. Never? That's about it. Yeah, I guess Hunter gets a pass for me for kind of anything. And I don't even know if Hunter has ever bleached the brows. It just feels like it's probably happened. Yeah, you know? same, same, same. Um, Maud Apatow's sister just did it, and I thought she looked great. Was it? But, it, but was this for like a? Was this for like a one time, one night only? Or do you think this is like I live my life as a bleached brow? Well, she's a, woman. she's an actress. It might be for a part. I'm not sure. But I, I've seen it on people where I think it looks cool. Uh, like my friend Sasami did it. I thought it looked cool on her. Um, yeah, I think you know usually it is a temporary thing. That's true. It can always be brought mm, back. But I feel like you've I've <laughs> seen in my doing my deep research for how long gone. Mm-hmm. I've seen that you've been both blonde and brunette. Do you do you have you done some adventurous coloring as well? Have you done orange or maybe a red? Mm-hmm. I've done like a pink red. I like I like switching it up. I get bored. What was going on in your life when you went pink red? Was it a cry for help or was it stylistic? What was his name, Heidi? No, I, I actually <laughs> actually tried to make it. I tried to make it like just like a rosy hue. It went way different than I expected, and then I just rolled with it. But it was temporary. Yeah, it's not, everything's temporary. But you don't do it. You don't do it yourself. I'm sure you were at a beautiful Manhattan salon, right? Um, L.A. Um, at the time, but I I do do my hair sometimes. I'll I'll dye my own hair. Damn, you don't give a shit. Damn. That's crazy. Yeah. 
<laughs> That's crazy. You don't pay a Japanese person $600 to do it? What's wrong with yeah, you? Yeah, you, Chris McMillan isn't coming over? Not when I'm blonde, though. Because blonde is hard to do. Not when I'm blonde. Blonde is too you hard. You throw to money do. at blonde. But my mom does her own blonde. My sister's done her own blonde. Like, if you know what you're doing. If you have your blonde certification... <laughs> You could let it let it cook. I get it. Now, if you're doing this, if you're if you're doing a master's in blonde, if you're doing this though, what is the upkeep on being? Because I feel like it's like a every month or every six weeks we have to we have to go see the colorist and spend quite a lot of money. Depends on how poor you are. Yeah, it does. It does depend on your money situation, I think. But um, and also if you're like stuck at home during a pandemic, then that blows. <laughs> I was very glad that I wasn't blonde over the pandemic. What a waste. What yeah. a waste of follicles, right? The <laughs> selfies would have been weird with all those roots showing. I completely agree. That could have been diabolical. Because yeah. New York City, it's like a runway. And if you don't, if you have that taken away from you, <laughs> fuck it. What's the point? Yeah, what, but I, what, but what I moved left? upstate. So I, I don't live in New York City right now. I live in the country. No one cares about your roots. No one cares. It's like so chill. <laughs> okay. No one cares about your roots. All right. So you moved upstate. Are you are you running from something, or was this just kind of you needed some fresh air? <laughs> um, I bought the house in 2017, and I was not running from anything then. But then, when the pandemic hit, kind of, and then I came up mm -hmm. here, and it was amazing. So are you in? Are you like going country mode? Because I'm in the south right now. I know you're. Oh yeah, I have a I have a pickup. Mm -hmm. Oh, I have a pickup truck. What kind of pickup are we talking about, sister? Yeah, what are we what are we working with? <laughs> it's uh, it's what uh my friend who's like a truck enthusiast told me is the like soccer mom truck of Texas, but I'm okay with that. What? It's um, it's a Ford Ranger. Okay, okay, okay. But is it what what year? What color? It's a respectable vehicle. What kind of tape deck do you have in it? If you have the VIN number handy, that'd be great. <laughs> no, it's a. It's a 2020-22. It's a Lariat. It's black on black. It's cool. Yeah, it's, it's, okay. like, it's a king cab with a short bed. Don't bury the lead, sweetie. You, you, I mean, you should have led yeah. with Lariat edition. Damn, you did, yeah, Lariat. So can you tell me what Lariat means? I know you paid more for it. So what what comes with that? I don't know exactly, <laughs> but it's part of their range and it's a little more luxe. Okay. Like it's, okay, so it's got... Yeah. It's, uh, so do you have leather interior in the Ranger? Yeah, it's, it's for the ranch, the ranch hand manager. The seats are a little cushier, a little okay. more of a luxury experience probably got a little more juice under the hood yeah what are you doing with the truck that require like what do you are, how often are you lo hauling in the bed first of all i think i get more respect definitely <laughs> definitely from your friends and neighbors from every everyone <laughs> mm -hmm. okay just from everyone across from the, the local woods people <laughs> 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 i turned in my metro card for this old ford pickup <laughs> okay, so so you, you got a 2022 Ford pickup, so it's pretty nice. This is like a nice, it's got Bluetooth and stuff. Like this thing really, really does the trick. Yeah. But you're, but I'm saying, did you do this to kind of get into the upstate zone or are you using the truck for what it's meant to be used for? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I haul stuff. When you, <laughs> when you have a house, you know, you're going to need to haul stuff at some point. Oh, okay. So you don't. Okay, so you don't think these two podcasters own homes? That's interesting. Uh, next question. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like, duh, you should know. Yeah. Well, I mean, how many cases of Lacroix are you hauling back from from the market? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'd be hauling for sure. I don't really drink Lacroix. <laughs> really? <laughs> I didn't mean to offend you. I'm sorry. <laughs> I drink. <laughs> I drink something and nothing. What is? <laughs> Is that what a is, riddle or is that the is, name of a startup <laughs> seltzer brand? 
it's, it's my favorite. What is it? We're, look it up. Is, wait, is that a British brand? A I, think they, I think they sent that to us, Chris. Yes, it's yes. Br- they have like a, yes, like, they have, they have a, uh, a nice label on it. Oh, it's the pretty cans. It's the pretty cans mm-hmm. with the, yeah, and it's like, but it's flavored. It's like yuzu. Yeah, exactly. I drink something and nothing spritz, man. Yuzu. <laughs> <laughs> yuzu man it absolutely smacks hibiscus yuzu <laughs> so are you buying that by the case online it's or? all vegan man <laughs> is, there, is there somewhere you can buy that upstate yeah my local no shit <laughs> there goes the neighborhood you're telling me the upstate is so fucked up by manhattan expats that they're selling fucking 25 dollars six packs of yuzu water wouldn't yeah when the yuzu <laughs> spritzer shows up rent going up the locals probably don't like it they definitely, they definitely <laughs> have you made any local friends like or do you build do you, do you yes okay so what do, yes, what do they do I have for, lots. What do, that's very important what do they do for a living well like my neighbor who lives across the street who's a dear friend is a Spanish teacher. Okay. Um, she's like homesteading over there. She has chickens and ducks and mm. um, she's great. So she, but she used to live in the city and like dated Ben Stiller and worked at Pravda. Like she's metropolitan. Senor Ben Stiller? Yeah. So that's like, you know, she's like lived the life and then she moved up here and, and then, and now she's just homesteading. And then I have like, you know, I have friends who live on my block who I know from the city. Okay. So there's, I have, I have a huge community here. Okay. So you have some chicas who you can have a little open up a little Pinot Grigio as the sun's going down. Talk about the day, stuff like that. Yeah, look at waterfalls. Yeah, it's beautiful. (laughs) Good waterfalls. Damn, this sounds great. Okay, so so because I don't understand upstate because I find it all very boring, um, Mm -hmm. and I just don't know what people. Person? No, not really. I'm a major metropolitan area person. Um, He's more of a gym guy. You're a gym rat. Yeah, I'm a gym rat. You, I mean, yeah, he's a gym rat. I can't. Obviously, the cameras are off, but you, you can feel it probably, kind of coming through. Okay, what can you, what can you lift? Um, what do you, are you talk? Do you mean bench? Do you mean deadlift? Like, what are we talking about? Squat. I don't know. I'm just trying to just sound like I know what I'm talking about. I don't know. Okay. I, <laughs> That's a that's a very cool question for Chris, you. Chris, if you ask, if you had to not- rate your strength level on the Rotten Tomatoes one to one hundred, where you at? About eighty three certified strong. What's up? Yeah, I'm eighty three certified strong. I'm not exactly where I want to be because fitness is just an evolving journey, and that's something that I'm kind of you I know I'm dealing am. with mm-hmm. on a daily. Do you have a gym at the house, Heidi? Did you install a little something? No, no gym here. I have to figure that out during the winter months. But uh, but in the in the nicer time of the year i'm riding my bike every day okay. that's fun. so so you're 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 but is it <laughs> not pumping iron okay is this like a beach cruiser or are you putting on the spandex and kind of doing 100 miles and getting a donut with the fellas nah, it's more like uh like a dirt bike like uh oh like a mountain like a hybrid like a mountain bike Hi- hybrid yeah what yeah okay so you're mountain biking for fitness or yeah. is this like a okay so- a cross trekking yeah. trail runner okay i don't run okay you, you strap on a nice little veggie sandwich right over to a waterfall check it out mm-hmm. sounds, maybe sounds, light up a little backwoods sounds nice sounds nice doesn't it? that sounds nice open up a cucumber hibiscus <laughs> <laughs> that's right okay so you have this idyllic you have this idyllic upstate life, but I imagine because of your uh, career um, that you have to kind of, you have to be in New York, you have to be in LA. So d- are you, are you soft now? Can you like not handle taking the train? Oh. You know, or, or are you, you park, do you park the Ranger on Canal Street? Oh, no, I still have one foot in the city. 
Uh, I, I mean, I want to buy something there. I was just renting for the whole time I'd been in New York. So, you know, once the pandemic hit, it was just like, okay, this could be a mortgage. You know how it goes. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so, yeah, I just haven't found the right place yet. But I, I go to the city all the time. I parallel park my truck in the city. Damn, that's <laughs> sick, actually. I, I've always I've always found having a car in the city to be just very odd. Like I don't if you don't go upstate, mm-hmm. I don't understand what the point is besides stunting. Um right. but I also like to stunt. So maybe a maybe a nice, you mm-hmm. know, a nice vintage car is in my future for the city. Can you can you really stunt with a Volvo wagon eighty three though, Chris? You know, is it is it really a stunt? What uh where are you you're in Brooklyn, right? <laughs> Fuck you, Heidi. <laughs> that was the best question anyone's ever asked Chris on this show before. I hate Brooklyn. I'm in Soho where it all happens, you know, and by all happens, I mean, you know, sweet green. Oh, damn. Where, where did you live before you exited upstate? I was in Dumbo. That's an interesting choice for you. What did you like about Dumbo? <laughs> there was before it really started becoming what it is now and like overbuilt and, uh, it wasn't hip yet. It was a different Dumbo. Yeah. I kind of like Dumbo, honestly. I wouldn't live there, but I do like it. It's, yeah. it's got charm. Yeah, I, I really like it. I mean, it's like if Restoration Hardware was a borough. Exactly. Yeah, it's, uh, it's definitely exactly. gone it's, weird, though. But where my place was, it was closer to Vinegar Hill. So it was like a little bit up. Yeah, I mean, Vin- Vinegar Hill literally feels... I mean, out that, of the fray. That whole zone feels like a movie set, kind of, in a way that's mm-hmm. like a little off-putting to me. I like it, like visually. Could you, could you guys explain why it's called Vinegar Hill for our, our listeners who don't know? Oh, I don't know. Feels racist, I will say. It, I don't know. I, I don't know. I How don't do you know. live there? Answer. Vinegar drinkers over there. I have no idea. I'd have to get on my computer right now and look it up. <laughs> don't do not do that. Don't, <laughs> don't do that. Don't go that, don't go that far, please. <laughs> it's for Irish people just to let you know. Sorry. Go ahead, guys. <laughs> okay. Thank you. So do you like LA or are you like, I hate it here. This place sucks. No, I love LA. I have so many good friends there and I've been going forever and... So it's like my home away from home, but I'm really, my heart is in, my heart's here on the East Coast. Okay. Well, I mean, I I understand that, but I think that, you know, there's something, Mm -hmm. I recently uh, was on a TV set um, and I was, uh, I fell in love with Hollywood. You know, I fell in love with the the process. I I, I saw my future um, in front of the camera and I... You know, the, the thing that happens when people are shooting a TV or a movie is it, it feels like a summer camp and like that's kind of why everybody has sex and stuff, mm-hmm. you know? Set crush. Set crush. Okay, yeah, set crush. So is, is is this something that like, like do you start to go insane? Because it seems to me like seeing the same people every day for three months uh, would make me a little bit a little bit crazy. No, it depends on the movie. It depends on the project, right? Like if you're hanging out, if you're making stuff with people you like, then it's fun. You get paid to have fun at work. Okay, Heidi. you know, but if it's a, but if it's a nightmare project, then for sure. But uh, but yeah, I mean that is like a classic thing. If you're if you're single, when you show up to a project, everyone asks each other like, "Who's your set crush?" Okay, so set crush is like, is that like when people with like desk jobs say like, "My work wife"? It's that. It's the ver- It's that version. It's like. That. It's like a fuck Mary Kill situation. Okay, okay. So it's okay. So I think it's more of just a fuck situation. Like, oh, you're single here? Who yeah. from the cast and crew are you gonna be fucking for the next three months? Just plain and simple. Come to my trailer in between takes mm-hmm. and let's get this thing over with. 
<laughs> well, you know what I'm very interested in, and this is this is something that I I love is when like Julie Roberts marries the cameraman. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like that that kind of stuff. Cameraman Dick is some good dick. Cameraman Dick is definitely some good dick. But have you seen this? Have you seen the first AD leave with the lead actress? Is this something that happens, or is this something that's being sold to us by Us Weekly? No, oh, I've seen like prop master go home with the lead actress like i've seen uh, yeah i've seen all kinds okay, of so- stuff prop master <laughs> all kinds of st- damn the prop master getting it in like that. my bingo card but can i ask is this more just about is this more just about looks you know because it's like it's just like look the cameraman's the hottest guy here the prop master's the hottest guy here no. i'm fucking you know i'm the lead actress oh no, not necessarily power. i mean it's charisma and swag to each his own yeah vibe Five has a lot to do with it. Charisma, charisma, and swag is how Jason's ever had sex in his entire life, so he's very happy to hear this. No, some people find me attractive, Chris. Believe it or not. <laughs> I. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so do you think now? Now, have you, have you, are you are you looking for love in that way, or are you trying to keep it kind of church and state separate? On on the job. Yeah. I mean, you can find love anywhere. Okay, so, okay. So you're you're open. You're open to opportunities, and it, whether it's so you're does that. So you're saying you're single currently. Currently, yeah. Okay, okay. good to know. Broadcast it. No, I'm okay, so okay, so okay. So Heidi, Heidi's okay. single, and you're saying I could meet love at the feed shop by my house, or I could meet my love on the <laughs> on the set of Euphoria season what three? I guess is that is that what we're looking at? Yeah, I mean you you always got to be ready. Okay, yeah, okay, you have to be open for love at all times, Chris. You're saying you're saying Heidi that your heart is open, and that that's maybe something we could learn from you. Why? Because you're. You're cold as ice. What do you what, what do you mean? I've been called I've been called cold as ice before. I'm not really though. I'm a big softy, but I unfortunately um, some people do think I'm a dickhead. Well, when you're in the when you're in the public eye, it's bound to happen. So thank you for kind of seeing me. Actually, that feels really Sorry, good. Yeah. <laughs> that, that feels really good. Do you, you've been around? So you've been around a lot of a lot of very famous people at different stages of their career, and you have to like push them, you know, to try things they might not want to try. Is the key to that just supreme confidence or do you have a certain way that you like to approach things? Um, are you speaking specifically about costumes or? Um, it can be anything you want. <laughs> it can be anything you want. I just feel like your job is literally like, hey, put on this wild ass shit that I know you signed up for, but you might not uh-huh. feel the most comfortable in it. You know what I'm saying? Oh, uh, well, it's usually a collaboration. I, I don't I don't know that I've ever been in a situation where I had to try to convince an actor of something that they didn't want to do. Uh, now they have um, intimacy coordinators for that. I don't have to. Do, I don't have to do that anymore. You're saying you're saying you okay. So the intimacy you you have to call over the int- intimacy coordinator. Can you hire the intimacy coordinator for uh, some ugly pants? I thought it was for something different. <laughs> yeah, I'm confused. Well, I'm the, confused the, by the intimacy I, that's coordinator. That's why when thought, you know I said, are, are you speaking specifically about costumes? It's like. In my experience, you can't really make an actor wear something they don't want to wear unless they're a child. And even then, <laughs> even then. But there are laws against that. <laughs> they're, they're stifling your creativity at every turn, Heidi. So you're saying that, okay, you're saying that obviously that the actor or actress is, is in character. They kind of know. But you're saying if you push something too far, it's not going to come off because they're going to feel uncomfortable. So it's not going to work anyway. Exactly. Is kind of what I'm hearing. Okay. Exactly. So but you can make an extra wear whatever you want, though, right? Those fuck, they're just happy to be there. Yeah. For losers. Sure. Yeah, <laughs> you try. Hundred dollars a day? Yeah, fuck them. I put them in whatever we got laying around. I because you know you're. I I was. I I know that 
I know that you were you're famously credited with getting McConaughey to wear the Uggs. Yeah, but that know? was scripted. Harmony writes a lot of really? wardrobe cues into the scripts. Is that common? I didn't know that was a thing. I actually did. Is that yeah. common or is that a Harmony thing? Well, he's such a singular director, right? So he, it's like all in his head. So a lot of times he will, like on Spring Breakers, he wrote in the balaclava with the unicorn horn patch. Like that was him, you know? So uh, then I'm executing. Okay. And then he just makes me, me look good. Sure. Yeah. Well, I was going to, I was going to ask because Jason has recently embraced Uggs <laughs> and he wears a size 17, which is challenging. 17. Yeah. Do you have any tips? Is there anything that we, is there any brands or anything we should be looking out for kind of to get him dressed a little better? Oh, wow. This is such a loaded question. Fear of God. <laughs> <laughs> um, people pay me for that. So. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. That's fair. I, I understand that. I get paid for stuff too. Um, but I, I didn't know if I thought maybe I thought maybe because you know we were just chatting as friends, it would kind of be a pro bono, a gratis. Yeah, I thought that, I thought we were past that, Heidi. But actually, you know, if you want, I'm, if you ever have to work with tall talent and you are having a hard time finding some long long clothing mm -hmm. feel free to send me a dm whenever i have a lot of resources out there i'm happy to help and share jacob alordi are you are you as tall as jacob no i said i said tall people. jacob alordi ain't that tall also all you do, all people do is put a purse on his ass they don't even notice the clothes wait how tall are you jacob alordi wears like a size two he's like a youth medium <laughs> J um, jason bless his heart Jason's no six i'm, foot I'm nine. six nine. Oh, okay how tall is alordi six Six two. Six two, maybe? Something like that. Yeah, Lordy's regular hot guy height. He's not even like uh, yeah. he's not even <laughs> what do you what do you think about all these fellas wearing the purses and how it's just people are just losing their fucking minds about it? Because I do find it to be very practical, but I'm not sure I could pull off the new Bottega when I'm getting a matcha with Bay. Well, you probably could. Thank you. Because because it's because it's trending. Oh no, thank you. Okay, never mind. It has nothing to do with me. But... Got it. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I i don't know i i you know maybe this is one of those trends that people will look back at in 10 years and cringe and then like people who are doing it and then 10 years later people the new generation will be doing yeah, it. yeah no for sure yeah. it's just yeah, like I think guys have been things. wearing purses for a long time now but you personally if you were to meet your your aiden or your big and he pulled up with the fucking hermes clutch is it quiet for him or are you willing to look past that um it, for it, a roll in the head is it is it considered quiet luxury uh it depends <laughs> on like how, what he's wearing it with there. you know oh, like oh. he's like what's she pairing you it know with? like if it's it's it it depends i guess and the attitude and and all that mm -hmm. but i wouldn't rule it out i'm not i'm not very judgmental uh i try not to be must be nice um, that's kind of how I make a living. So I don't, I don't know anything about that, but I do think that the purse, I think the purse thing is quite cool because I love to spend money and expensive accessories have kind of been out of reach for me. Um, you know, there's only so many, like, I don't really wear jewelry because I don't, I can't wear jewelry. I look ridiculous. I don't wear watches. They're uncomfortable. So a nice, you know, a La Mer croissant, you know, would look great mm -hmm. on my frame. Mm -hmm. But I'm, mm -hmm. I'm just, I think I'm, I have PTSD from the messenger bag trend, if I'm being honest, because we lived through that. Right. You know, and I feel like the, right. the crossbody, it just feels. So what is it? Backpack? <laughs> no, a, a real man carries all of his items in his hand. Exactly. Okay. It's all in my, and no, you also I, don't 
Don't wear jackets when it's cold or carry an umbrella. Is that, that right? Yeah. No, I'm a real no, fucking no, man, no, no. Heidi. That's fine. But I mean, back in the day, would a man would wear, would, wear a, would wear a jacket and pants and you would you'd be able to fit all of your belongings in there. You don't need a purse. And now we all just wear on running shorts to everything that we do. So, you know, your 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 shorts will fall down if you put your giant iPhone Max and and your Bottega wallet and all that shit in there, it, it won't hold. Mm. That's literally my problem today. I was, I'm in Charleston. It's 90 degrees outside. I'm walking to lunch. I'm wearing my Patagonia shorts. I can't. All I can take is a is a wallet and and a single credit card. Or these shorts are going to be around my ankles, you know. And and that doesn't that doesn't really fly down here where I'm from. Okay, so tote bag. Yeah, I'm more of a tote. I'm more of a tote guy. But I walk around with my phone in my teeth like it's a knife. <laughs> Yeah, Jason carries a phone like a dog playing fetch. It doesn't really go well. I just don't. I just think there's not a great solution. I mean, the the real solution is to wear a suit all the time so you have plenty of pockets. Mm -hmm. That's the manly solution, in my opinion. But I can't do that either because I get I overheat. I think I think it's an age thing. Mm -hmm. I think I think you should just rock a a briefcase. Briefcase, Heidi, is a good idea, and I've looked into that, but it feels a little bit laptop, Casey. You know what I mean? But if you just like really went for it and you had like nice leather, cognac leather, you know, maybe <laughs> embossed, Dunhill, like nice embossed piece. with your, yeah, with your monogram, like I that could now, be. Now, you know, I, you know, I love monogram. Now you're, now you're fucking, you're kind of, you, you've picked up on what I'm putting down. I love a monogram. Yeah. But Chris's briefcase is just going to be full of go macro bars. There's not going to be any reason for him to have a briefcase. That's not true. I could fit my paper, my important papers in there, my wallet, some, a, a nice sum of cash, my laptop. It's so thin. It's like paper. Yeah. I do think that the, the briefcase could make a comeback. But I think all these lazy men would put a strap on it and just re-engineer the messenger bag. Mm, you're probably right. But maybe that's next. So you're saying, okay, so you're saying brief, briefcase. <laughs> okay, briefcase with a strap so it fits like a messenger bag is next. That's on deck. Next up. You listening, Emily Bodie? See what happens. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess I guess anything could happen. I mean, that's true. But I don't I don't I, I guess that that it's it is because of our pants falling down that's our fucking problem and if i if i wore pants with a belt this wouldn't be an issue but because of my love for shorts i have to think about this stuff and you never did like pants half down your butt look that was never a thing for you uh no i'm i i wasn't a big sagger um and i i mean i'm sure i was if I, if you ask my mom she would say that i did but in the if you look back at the history of sagging, I wasn't really killing it like that. He's not on Mount Sagmore, we'll say that. <laughs> I, whereas in middle school, I was really I was sagging AF. It was it was the look. You're a loser if you didn't sag. Was that partly because you had to get the pants to touch your shoes? <laughs> Actually, no. This was when I was still able to find clothing with my correct inseam. This was just if you if you you were you were a narc if you wore your pants at the correct that's height. true that, there was a time where wearing the pants you were not to be trusted not to be trusted i do want to know where you shop that actually would be helpful to know well i get paid money for that sweetheart yeah but. i was about to i was about to say <laughs> heidi do you understand the hypocrisy Touché. do you understand Touché. the hypocrisy <laughs> at least you gave us some truck porn I'll, yeah i'll share some of my casual mail xl links with you I have some saved real real searches that'll blow your fucking <laughs> mind. Yeah, Jason Jason basically just got really good at the real real and he's able to buy like Gucci jeans that Kevin Durant can't wear anymore. And he's just he's in he's in business now. It's a whole I just got another pair of road trousers yesterday. Suck my dick, Chris. <laughs> well, is it but is it now when you when you're looking for the row, 
is it unhemmed or do they just happen to make pants that are long enough? Um, both actually. I'll, I'll get ones that are almost long enough, and then I'll do uh, an invisible or like a false hem, and then sometimes yeah. the pair I just got are unhemmed. So then I'll go get those hems. Oh, okay, that's okay. So, so you're you're firing it all. Mary Kay and Ashley think of it all. You know, you can get custom too. He just did. Have you done that? Yeah, I just had two suits. I'm getting married uh, in like a month and a half. Congratulations! Or so. oh, congratulations, Grazie. Jason. I'm I'm actually getting married to a wardrobe stylist. So. We'll we'll talk about that in a second. But I had two I had two suits <laughs> custom made, and I have never felt more amazing in my life wearing clothing. Like it was the first time where I really felt as if I was not like a freak of nature kind of body size anymore. I felt like a normal person. Do more of that. It was a dream come true. Loved it, and now I can never go. So back. you can do do more of that. Yeah. Yeah, you can do more of that, and then those pants that you love that you already own just have them copied yeah i'm just gonna have the yeah i'll just bring those in and just make a pattern out of those and and we're cooking from mm -hmm. there for sure but it's a, it's one of those things where like you know having all of your co's clothing custom made was not necessarily within my financial grasp you know it costs a lot of fucking money to have that shit made yeah i think it can you can find your people too i mean you don't have a lot of bills you know so let's let's just <laughs> i think that your image is important to me and my bottom yeah. line so i'm kind of for I'm for you spending a little more of your coin on some <laughs> custom. You're, 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 you feel okay, a okay with throwing a little money at the problem, and that problem being me as a person. I love throwing money at the problem. I love throwing money at the problem. <laughs> yeah. So, so does my uh, wardrobe stylist life partner. I was going to ask you, what is uh, what is the what is the hardest part about dating uh, a costume designer, wardrobe stylist, that type of person? Oh well, I haven't dated one, so. <laughs> <laughs> well you are you are you are one so Wait, i'm what? asking you to you are one what's yeah as a wardrobe problems. stylist or costume designer what makes what makes it hard for somebody to date you i would think it would make it easier because <laughs> you'd be giving them clothes <laughs> yeah because like friends come over to my house and i just like have like random clothes in my basement i my friend just came over she was like oh didn't have shoes to wear to a meeting and i was like what size are you and like i just happen to have two pairs of shoes and like gave her some shit damn so i think i think it's like a good thing so yeah i mean yeah your your girlfriends love it of course yeah like i have guys close too <laughs> any <laughs> idiosyncrasies personality mm -hmm. traits yeah things like that that you come with uh, as somebody who does your line of work perhaps well if she travels then might not you know be together Heidi, i'm not trying to scratch the surface here yeah that's a positive we're talking about your little freak tendency. I want you like, to look deep inside, Heidi. I don't think I'm your typical, so it's hard for oh, me to. Oh, so you think you're different? Okay. No. Okay. <laughs> we'll we'll be the we'll be the judge of that. So it's safe to say you're not like the other stylists. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's. I'm not comparing. I'm just saying. I think that because I do movies, I um because I'm I do costumes, I do styling. Now I'm producing. I'm also directing. Mm. Like I I don't know that. I don't know that I could answer that question in 2023 <laughs> with this over oversaturated stylist market. I just, I don't know. Oh, damn. I'm not saying there's too many people. I just, I think that um, it's stylists can be kind of like that. You know, when everyone started saying they were a creative director, that's right. <laughs> you know, it's kind of like that idea, which is great. Everyone should make their way, you know, and do their thing. But, um, I just think I came up not to not to date myself, but I came up in a different time. Yeah, of course. In my head, I'm comparing like 
you know, the early days of my career and how many people were stylists then and then how many people are now. Mm -hmm. That's so, mm -hmm. I guess it's not fair to say oversaturated, but, um, but there, I'm, I'm also kind of making a joke. But maybe it didn't land. No, yeah, I know. Of course, of course. <laughs> I mean, that's the way it is for any any art form or vocation or trade that that yeah, you are sure. in or that we're in. It's just like, you know, I'm sure the people that came before you were looking at what you did and we're like, this fucking bitch. She just gets to show up, doesn't even assist for 45 years, and she's suddenly a style. You know, like it's always going to be that way and, and cyclical like that. But that, yeah, but 100%. you still have to have a you still have to make a little joke, otherwise. You know, you're lying to yourself that it's not affecting you. I mean, I think that we all we're all of the right age where we hate young people, so it's totally fine. It's not. It's not. I mean, I don't whether whether they're coming from my crown or not. I'm these lazy sacks of shit need to get in line. I completely agree. Well, I, I think it's also important to talk about that because for every young person who calls themselves a stylist in their Instagram or TikTok bio, even though they haven't done jack shit. There's a young person out there who respects the craft and the art and they're pushing and carrying the torch and doing it the right way. And it's important to make sure that we're making fun of the bad people to make the good people shine even brighter, you know? That's, that's oh, okay. Right. That's good. Okay, point. bravo. Good bravo. <laughs> I um <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I'm gonna but I'll backtrack and say that I think it's great that Instagram, social media, TikTok have offers like this space where people can show their work in like a portfolio. They don't have to like walk around with a hard case book anymore and like knock on <laughs> doors and be like, here's my portfolio. Like you know, it's just you just put it out there. We've gone and paperless then, and that's a good thing. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it that part is great. I do agree. Um <laughs> and, and speaking of fashion in general as being an art form that not only you enjoy very much, but Chris is, uh, you know, he he really thinks that fashion is one of the greatest art forms of all time. But <laughs> oh, do I? I didn't know that. Okay, go ahead. Please. No, I mean the guy. I mean, he, Chris loves art of all kinds. You know, photography and mm -hmm. fine art and painting and architecture and interior design. But fashion is definitely high up on that list. But he doesn't even consider film and television to be an art form, let alone something good or bad. What are your thoughts on that? If you were to try to convince him otherwise, please go for it. <laughs> oh, oh uh, well, I, I, <laughs> I am pretty gullible, so I don't know for sure if you're joking or not. No, this is a hundred percent honest. One thousand. Chris talks all the time about how he, he I don't, <laughs> he doesn't like film and TV and doesn't consider it to be an art form. But you know, if you're not a movie, if you're not a movie guy, if you're not a TV guy, you're not a movie guy. Then I don't know. Maybe there's nothing that you can be convinced of well i think that i think that everything is too long and it's turning people off <laughs> i think like i think everything is too long oh i love bo is afraid it's three hours uh, <laughs> it's like one of the best Did movies you... i've seen in a really long time i'm dying to see it <laughs> i am not dying to see it but congratulations i'm just coming from different headspace yeah you know? for sure so i don't heidi I don't even... how um from one stoner to another <laughs> what's the dosage before i see that movie i i think you should see it sober what the fuck? Because uh, because there's so much going on in that movie that unless you want to watch it twice, <laughs> right? Okay, okay. <laughs> okay, because he might miss something, and then you have to. Okay, I understand. That's that's a fun. I I just don't think that I've never. I can't remember the last time something was worth it, as far as the time commitment goes. I can't. I can't think of the last time a film or television show was like, damn, that was worth it. Steel cold heart. 
You're still <laughs> No, I'm just saying. I'm just like when is when is it worth it? Where is a book? Ice cold. Your ice Like I just cold. flew through a I just flew through a book and I felt so much more satisfied when I finished that than if I sit in a theater. Do you feel smarter? Not even smarter. It just it just fe- I think it's just the thing that I did when I was a kid. I didn't watch movies. I read books and I think that just stuck with me a little bit. Yeah. Like we weren't That's a movie fair. family. We didn't sit down and watch movies. Like I'm actually just realizing this now, Jason. Mm, sometimes we got to shake that tree of yours, Chris. Little therapy session today mm-hmm. oh yeah i'll send you the bill <laughs> bo's afraid is really but bo's afraid is really dividing people so i'm glad to hear that you liked it it's interesting yeah i love it i know it's been polarizing um all right i highly recommend it are you an ari aster head uh well i've seen his films and i didn't know what to expect with this one but after seeing this i mean he is i i I think he's a master. So that means you hated Midsummer like everyone else. Got it. Okay, cool. No, I enjoyed that. but And I enjoyed Hereditary. But this is on another level. This is different. Yeah, that's what I'm hoping for. You can't compare. I thought that was a hit. I thought that movie was like a fucking runaway hit. Mm. Well, we can we can look up. Uh, uh, we can go on Box Office Mojo. W- wait, what's Box Office Mojo? <laughs> As a film producer, do you have a membership to that website now? <laughs> you paid for the premium? Box Office Mojo, well, they used to have way more detail, and now studios don't report as much, but they, it'll, it'll tell you how much the movie was made for and how much it grossed domestically, mm-hmm. oh, okay, internationally. Okay. So it gives you all the good stuff, but it's a it's a pay service, and I imagine it's ugly? You know, Mojo. No, it's just a website like Rotten Tomatoes where you go on to see how, how much a movie reportedly made. But now, now in the, the results aren't so clear because of streaming and mm-hmm. yeah, of course, of it's course. a blurry line. So people can be like, "Oh, it's a good thing Beach Bum only cost <laughs> three million dollars to make," you know, stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, um, I did want to talk to you about that movie. I loved mm-hmm. it. Did you did you spend time in Key West? Yes. Yeah, I love Key West. It's a special special place. After I saw that movie, I was like, I kind of want to go to Key West just to see what it's like, just to like ride a beach cruiser around and just like go to a bar all day kind of thing. Just try it for a few days. Yeah. Would you recommend this lifestyle? Definitely. It's um, you'll, you'll run into some like interesting characters and it's a, it's a kooky place. It's cool. It feels like you kind of dropped off some other, I don't know, place like a parallel universe, you know, kind of like how, how, new, how like new Orleans is its own thing. And mm-hmm. I mean, DC used to be like that too. I'm from right outside of DC. Really? I didn't know. You, I didn't. You said Washington DC used to be like Key West, Florida. No, like its own little, um, uh, okay. It's own little district, perhaps it's, it's own. Like it's like a, like a, vo- a void, you know? like uh, right right, yeah. right 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 well i mean D- washington dc doesn't belong you know it's not even a state yeah. so that makes sense but mm-hmm. I, I felt that way when i went to alaska it feels like everybody's on the run and i feel like key west <laughs> is a similar is a similar thing like you've done something that you can't come back from yeah and you got to relocate but key west seems a little i mean there's a little more romance to it you know uh than than alaska for sure but probably as much day drinking would you say yeah, but yeah. it's yeah, yeah, but it's like <laughs> But the it's it's the fun kind, not the not the dark kind though, you know? Yeah, Alaska's really dark. Uh, it's re- it's really dark. Not like literally and figuratively. It's just not a place. It's it's mm-hmm. just, it's, it's not it's a really- big pina colada town, Chris is saying. <laughs> no, it's re- it's really not. But Key West, I Jason, I'm with you. I've always wanted to go there too. It's just it's just kind of hard to get to, right? Like don't do you don't you have to where do you go? Well, the drive is drive is beautiful. So, yeah, you can fly into Miami and drive can drive from miami it's only a couple hours oh okay that's not bad okay i can do that i can swing that it's beautiful maybe three hours i can't remember exactly but you know you can do the drive easy 
And, uh, and a lot of the drive is on a single lane or, but, uh, these like strips of highway that are just bridges over water. Mm. That does sound nice. Heidi, Heidi question for you. Um, as a fashion lover, there's been a lot of, a lot of fashion shows lately that we've made fun of and talk shit on. What do you think, uh, needs to change to make fashion shows good again? Well, I mean, they're becoming more like events. So I don't know, maybe that's what needed to happen. All right, well, I haven't heard you shitting. What have you been saying specifically? Well, it just seems like it's a competition. <laughs> it's like a competition to so see you can spend the most money. And it's a little right. bit like, what are we getting out of that? Yeah, I think I think our argument would be like the fact that they're turning it into an experience is maybe what we think is wrong with them. It's not necessarily the, the original idea of a fashion show like to mm-hmm. show everybody the new fashions. And now it's like, a, a bo- you know, like putting your Chanel logo on the French fries and hiring a rapper and, yeah. all, you know, all this bullshit and just throwing money at the problem and it's a pissing contest. Well, that's that's about celebrity culture, isn't it? You tell me. <laughs> I mean, I, I would think so. And it, and if that's the case, then it's not going to go back to how it was where it's just editors on the front row. Yeah. Yeah. No, it'll yeah, never. Yeah, I mean, yeah. but I think that there's going to be. Fu- a- it's futile. So just accept it. <laughs> but you can still have a good fashion show that's only about the clothes and have all the Kardashians in the front row and fucking whoever you want, Grimes and And not have it at the Hollywood Bowl, is that what you mean? <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that's one that's one thing. But not not have it be this like uh-huh. TikTokable moment with a with a rapper and, and like a snow cone bar and cotton right. candy but now and it's like too carnival late. rides now and shit. Everyone's just like, gonna try to one up each other. hundred percent. I mean hundred percent. I mean I think it'll I mean right. I think that if if Demna wouldn't have been in trouble and did that show that was all just kind of like atelier, like tailoring and no kind of pomp and circumstance, but that was obviously he didn't have a choice. Mm-hmm. But that seemed pretty pleasant to me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, what, but I think that the the celebrities, I mean, they dictate everything we do culturally. So it's it's tough. Well, there's more money and there's more people spending money, and I think that um, uh, you know the the clientele beyond just the celebrity stuff the clientele of these big fashion houses, it's an opportunity for them to get to participate. And cause you know, cause it's totally. like the bigger the show is, the, the more of a like extravagance than, you know, all these uh, people from all over the world who are their clients who actually buy the clothes, you know, they, they get to the, the, the ones. To yeah. They get flown experience. in. They get flown in. They- yeah. But I've, I've seen the clientele of these brands and it ain't, I don't want those motherfuckers to even be in the room, let alone front row, you know, like the type of people who are buying, you know, Christian Dior sneakers. It's not what you really, I would, I would assume you would want to hide that from. Well, but I guarantee you people are spending money. They're getting like, if they're, if you're like the top, tier clients you're getting invited to the shows doesn't matter if you're famous or not i know that 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 does happen we see it all the time and i'm saying that's a bad thing yeah Yeah. but that's the only people that actually matter like that's actually and and, and the thing is if if you don't if you don't if you don't seat so the dorks have won well somebody's mom from orange county that's a multimillionaire that spends x amount of money at dior every year if for her to go to the show i'm i'm talking about the guy who's like uh, I'm like a phase clan like gamer and I'm being invited or like I'm a professional poker player in Vegas. So they're like sure, sure. all these just like the worst people in the world who are happen to who, be rich. Well, okay. So just so I'm buy clear, Balenciaga shoes. Who do you think should be there? Great question. Cool <laughs> cool, interesting artistic people that are the vision of what the brand thinks the ideal client should be, whether or not 
that's who is actually going to do it. Okay. The way it used to be, you know, like you would go to a Gucci show and it's just people who Gucci would love to be wearing the clothes. We all know the only people buying this shit like work at CAA, you know? I mean, I think it's like, I, I don't think, but I think that the, the thing is when you invite the, the, the VIC, the very important customers, they have to see celebrities or it's not exciting for them. But what Jason is pointing out is there's now this kind of like middle ground of like influencers and TikTokers and kind of just like people that have filled those seats mm -hmm. where it's like, yeah, it makes sense to have like actresses and actors in the front row because yeah but that's been happening for a long time that's been happening since blogging became a thing. sure but it's even true. but even those people at least they're at least they're there because they like it and they're talking about it and they mm -hmm. then they respect the form and they understand the assignment right. they're not just trying to post selfies yeah exactly yeah, yeah. but it, you know but you know how it goes it's all about how many followers these people have and there's someone uh, uh, you know at each mm -hmm. brand who is in charge of marketing and they're looking at like what kind of exposure they're going to get if someone posts themselves at the show and that's what it's about yeah i mean i i, I agree i'm not saying it's uh yeah i know i don't think you like it good thing but I think it's futile to uh, try to fight it. No, I agree. <laughs> I don't so, think I it's mean. futile. I think it makes it much more difficult. It's much easier to just hire TikTokers who have a lot of followers, even if they're fucking mm -hmm. the dumbest people in the fucking world. It's easier to do that because you just check it off your list. Like, all right, my impressions have been impressionized. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I can go order my salad now <laughs> instead of doing it the hard way, which is like really deciding what you want to do and taking a stand against that you might have come up with a niche idea for a position that these corporations need so you might have a have we just invented creative director <laughs> <laughs> hold on hold on guys hold the fuck on this right. is crazy it's still a working title it's like <laughs> i want to be a director but like for like creativity is that a thing is there, there's something there i think there's something there i mean, i think there's something there um thank you for heidi for joining us today on how long gone oh it was a it's pleasure. over and damn it's over i oh, know i'm sorry i know you you got to get back to tending the, to the hour farm. just flew by didn't it you got to get back to tending to the farm i i don't want any of the ducks to kind of go unfed tonight and i ate an edible halfway through and i'm gonna be unable to speak coherently here in about seven eight minutes i uh i could i could have talked to you for hours so thanks yeah this was fun oh of course no thank you and the book uh the your your book is out everywhere thanks to our, our dear friends over at a24 yeah. shout out to you the fuel the the euphoria fashion book is out now and i think it's a really cool idea it's very it's much more thorough than i thought it was going to be it like shows every single outfit with great photos on and off the body with anecdotes and stories and captions that you wrote and it's very impressive and, and very well done my only criticism it smells like shit <laughs> the, pa the paper does have a, a certain smell doesn't it it does we're trying to keep the custom you know, we gotta gotta let make it affordable. Like I said, my only criticism. All right. Well, it's important to have one, isn't it? That's right. We have to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, nobody will listen to us. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> and um, Heidi, we'll be upstate sometime later this year. Can we give you a DM and maybe come by the come by the barn? Hell's yeah. Hell's to the yeah. I'm a men's twelve, so if you just want to go ahead and start stockpiling footwear, um, that'd be great for me. <laughs> we'll give you a text so you can do a pull before. It's not. We'll give you enough time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I can send you my measurements. Okay, good luck at your wedding. That sounds awesome. And uh, thanks, guys. Thanks, Heidi. We appreciate it. Thank you, Heidi. We'll see you soon. <laughs> Bye. I just want to see.